0: Guys, and welcome to another episode of Morgan hasn't seen. I'm Janine. I'm not Morgan, but Morgan is here. Hello, Morgan. I am
1: here. I'm always here <laughs> for uh, for better or worse. I'm always here, which is a good thing because well, your name without is in the title, so exactly, you should be here. Exactly. Without me, there really wouldn't be a show because yes. um, what would it then? It would just be hasn't seen, which is a terrible name. Yeah. It doesn't make sense.
0: Doesn't work. Doesn't least, work without you, Morgan.
1: At least this. Uh, at least this title. This title might not be the favourite podcast title of Podcast Weekly Magazine, uh, twenty nineteen summer edition, which I believe the the favourite podcast um, name was. Um, Well, I don't know what it was. I don't know where I was going with that, but it wasn't this one. (laughs) But at least the title actually makes sense. Hey, Janine.
0: Hey, Morgan. We have a new
1: series. If
0: if you don't like our title, you can leave us a voice message and give us suggestions. (sighs) Getting in nice and early with the plugs of
1: the voice message, of which we do have some today.
0: We do. We do have some voice messages today to respond
1: to and... We love doing that. We're very excited. Can you not tell? We're very excited. Not only for the voice messages, but also why are we excited, Janine?
0: Because we are starting a new series today, Morgan.
1: Yes, we we are. It's very fun. Yes. What is the series?
0: The series I've chosen this time around is Drew Barrymore. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> why
1: why Drew Barrymore, Janine? Does it potentially have something to do with me?
0: Um, well, it always has something to do with you. It's just a group of movies you hadn't seen, and there were a lot of movies in her repertoire that I hadn't seen in a while and I really wanted to watch. One in particular, which is my favorite Drew Barrymore movie, that I just wanted an excuse to show you.
1: Well, that's I mean, <laughs> as I, yes.
0: As I think it's one that you will really enjoy, so um, I worked around that one movie that I really enjoyed and made it this uh, series this go around So,
1: well, there you go.
0: Hope you enjoy what we what I will what be I
1: was uh, what I was thinking there was because <laughs> that I um. Ages and ages and ages ago when we were, you know, pre-planning the whole situations like we enjoy doing, you enjoy doing that a lot. I think you have, you have we now got it planned out until like October of 2024 or something like that what what's gonna happen perhaps so.
0: I mean there are a lot of movies you haven't seen and I there get, are very brilliant series ideas and I'm kind of thinking outside of the box and getting some fun ideas yeah. for future series but yes so, uh, yeah
1: what I was thinking <laughs> was because I had told you that I really like Drew Barrymore I don't yeah. actually think I've ever really seen a big Drew Barrymore movie but i really like Drew Barrymore
0: which is odd so which
1: is odd um, we will
0: remedy that
1: i mean admittedly i am i was a big fan of uh, Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix before yes. it was shockingly cancelled far too early um but i was a big fan of that so mainly my fondness for Drew Barrymore comes I would say, from that rather than the 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 movies of which um I hadn't really seen any before yeah before I would have told you regarding this show, drew Barrymore, but I had seen some since then I've seen a couple since then which you saw were 50 uh fi 50, fifty first dates which um You know, to cut a a long review short, every time Drew Barrymore was on screen, I forgot it was a stupid Adam Sandler movie, which is (laughs) good. Um, And then I also saw that, um, the one with the different names, the baseball movie.
0: Fever Pitch.
1: Which is called Fever Pitch, but also called The Perfect Catch.
0: That's where it's what it's called in the UK. That's what it's
1: called here. Because there was a okay. there was a movie called Fever Pitch uh... about football. What? Um because you know, we play football on a pitch. Uh... and obviously it makes sense with baseball as well. It was a whole thing. Yes. I think Colin Firth was in it. I don't know, we all know the movie. We're just... but I liked that movie as well. I like okay. uh f- Fever Pitch. Are we calling it Fever Pitch? Yes, yes. Yeah. I like that one with Jimmy Fallon, who I don't tend to like so much.
0: But did you like him here? But yeah. Did you prefer him to an Adam Sandler?
1: I guess, yeah. It's really kind of a bad dis bad uh <laughs> Yeah, bad comparison, bad uh, decision to make. But yeah, Drew Barrymore, again, great though. But that's not what we're talking about today. Janine, what are we talking about today? Today,
0: we are talking about, I guess, kind of going off of our teen series that we just finished, our teen movie series. We are going into Never Been Kissed.
1: Yes. A false statement, I might add. Um... (laughs) For, for for hopefully most people. I would hope so. I would hope so, most people. Um, not Drew Barrymore, though. Or at least not Josie Grossie, or whatever her actual name is.
0: <laughs> Josie Geller.
1: Josie Geller. Not related to Ross and Monica Geller. Of <laughs> no. Friends. Although that would have been quite something.
0: Yes, would have been odd.
1: But yeah. Janine, why did you pick this movie? And first of all, actually, what do you think about this movie? Do you like this movie? Is it a big, good, nice, journalist movie? Did you pick it because I, I do... did a journalism degree, <laughs> Janine? Was that the deal? Oh,
0: yes, I knew all about that. And I thought, you know, he'll love all the journalistic aspects of this movie. Oh, yeah, because I'm, I'm the serious journalist. This is how journalist. I'm going to grab him. This is how I'm going to grab him. Um, no, I really enjoy this movie. I mean, it has like actual kind of a lot of big actors and like little bit parts, which is fun. Yeah, it um, does. And it's that whole kind of ugly duckling story, but done in a interesting kind of way.
1: Very interesting way, because it, it's and not it's almost not like a. It's strange, isn't it? Because it, it's it's not like an ugly duckling in the sense of, you know, when we were talking about she's all that in the T movies and we made the point that it's often thought of as a, um, almost like an ugly duckling thing, like a she was ugly, now she's pretty kind of deal. And it's not like that at all. No. But when you say ugly duckling, you tend to think of that sort of, of thing. Yes. Someone who
0: was not popular, who wasn't seen as attractive, I guess. Yeah. Who was essentially a loser.
1: Yeah, and I suppose this one is kind of like that. But it's also, she's not actually a teenager, so there's that.
0: No. And it's like the whole premise of her having to kind of go back and relive something that was very hard for her. So that's kind of a very intriguing and emotional aspect to deal with and i think it could be very relatable it was definitely relatable for me um, yeah. i mean i had a fine high school experience but you know i was not the pretty girl who got the guy in that whole kind of situation and are you telling me you, are you, are you, are you telling me you weren't to... prom
1: queen janine
0: oh no
1: i don't Our even mom. think we i don't even think we had <laughs> anything like that <laughs> I am and they, British, by the school, way. So
0: this school actually has a court. Like I didn't have a prom court, princes and princesses and all that.
1: What is there's that? Who was the prince? Who was the prince of you don't prom?
0: Remember at the prom, and they did like the three princes and the three princesses, and then the queen and the king. So all three of those like popular girls got the princesses. Oh and got yes, the queen. That's, that's right. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, we never had anything like that. We barely had a prom. Well, that's not that's not true actually. I remember my high school prom. Oh, it was raining, because of course it was. <laughs> you know. Did you have the... a
0: date, Morgan?
1: No, no, no. We don't do that sort of thing here. We just turn you up. Just go with friends. Yeah. No, 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 the the whole you have to take a date to the prom situation does not exist in Britain. Wow. Those, you just turn up to you. You, really you just nice. turn up to the thing in a stupidly oversized maroon suit with a bow tie oh, and a oh, terrible haircut that. and braces like I did. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I was that guy. I kind of still am wow. that guy, but without the braces and with a slightly better haircut. <laughs> and I like to also think that I wear slightly more fitting suits or at least less maroon. jackets. No, I actually still have that. Uh, I think it's still actually too big for me, which says something. Considering I wore that <laughs> when I was sixteen. Wow. And I, I am, yeah. It was really it was a bad decision, all around. I'm reliving my high school years now, much like <laughs> Josie Geller. Yeah. Never been kissed. I would not like so it- to do what she did. To be honest,
0: yeah. I mean, if you weren't popular, and maybe this was—you saw this as a chance for a do-over, and maybe to be different and do it again. I mean, would you take it, or would you be terrified?
1: No, no I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take. I that mean, that it for would one, just be
0: the same all over again.
1: Because, well, I don't think it would be the same all over again. Because, well, I'm. I, well, generation-wise, these days, like generations seem to last like two years like I can't relate to anybody that is over three years younger than me I just can't I don't know what I don't know what's happening there but I feel like anyone three years older than me it's like fine yeah let's do it we're the same person we have the same experiences in growing up in situations right and it's probably a yeah. technological thing, right? It's probably all around to do with that. Um, but no, I, I wouldn't be terrified to go back to high school right now. And obviously, being British, high school is a little different. High school is from the age of 12 to 16. Okay. Or 11 to 16. 11 to 16. Um so it's kind of it's different years as well i'd be far more interested in going back to college which is 16 to 18 that i think would still be fine um okay. but no i i i couldn't do that because i couldn't I, I wouldn't be able to talk to anybody i'd be sat there i'd be sat there as i do in life anyway going on about uh scandinavian silent horror movies from the from the, from the early 20s and everybody and
0: they'd be over here like Rufus
1: <laughs> well, no, they wouldn't because it wouldn't be Rufus, it would be um, what's the opposite of Rufus what's the opposite of Rufus, Ginny
0: what's the Tra- snooty British version of Rufus
1: <laughs> I like to i i like um I like that you think my high school was snooty. <laughs> Just because I'm British, that is called <laughs> racism, Janine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I apologise. I apologise to all the British people I may have offended with my statement.
1: No, I don't think anybody, anybody at my old high school actually would actually, you know, have conversation. I think, truly, and I don't know if this is also the case in the U.S. And I don't know if you even notice anything like this but i truly don't believe that people who are currently 16, 17, 18 years old can actually hold conversations with each other like meaningful like actual conversations, conversations where they an speak actual point. <laughs> where they speak for a lengthy period of time in actual full sentences that actually make sense i truly do not believe that exists and maybe it please prove me wrong. I would love to be proven wrong but i i I will be sat there banging on as I do about silent Scandinavian horror from the early twenties, <laughs> and everybody m- mind you, I mean most people ninety nine point nine percent of actual human beings wouldn't like me banging on about that, but um I say that in terms of just an actual conversation to be had. I don't think I would be able to. So, really, I think it would be a kind of nothing experience. Because I would just be there, barely noticed. And, I mean, would I have to shave? I'd have to shave, which would be a problem. As I haven't Uh. been clean... I have not been clean shaven since I left the place. So... goodness. There's that. (laughs) I was clean shaven well, we, at my prom. We can't,
0: we can't lose. We can't I, I, lose that. I was clean shaven. Was at, beard, I, was,
1: I was. I was clean shaven at my prom, which again didn't go, didn't look <laughs> great. Um, well, I need to but, see these pictures. Janine, enough about me. Um, what are your high school traumatic events that you've? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what have I, I, I just I... said? I don't know what I've just said for the last three minutes.
0: I don't think I had traumatic experience. I just was a very like crushy girl who got crushes on a lot of people
1: oh that yeah i can relate
0: and so i can relate to being you know when she's in on you know in front of the class reading her poem to billy yeah you know and people are just laughing at her like i didn't do that but like i had crushes where i felt like i like cared about somebody that much and just having it not be reciprocated is very relatable and all my friends were cute and pretty so they would get the guys i went through a situation. Like, I think a couple different situations in junior high and high school where I have my friends kind of steal my boyfriends or oh, that's my boyfriends left me for them, or guys that I liked ended up going out with my friends. So, that happened yeah. to me quite a bit. Yeah. So, that was always Janine, great.
1: we're bringing back terrible memories right now <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't want to so, do. So,
0: <laughs> in a relatable way, <laughs> I, like, I can agree with the never-been-kissed feeling of just yes. non-reciprocated feelings for people that you had these huge crushes on. Like, that popular guy that you wake up in the morning and go to school for, like she says. Yes. Like, I've had that, that feeling. So, that part of it was very relatable for me. Definitely. Yeah.
1: I mean, it does have it, it. It does help that it is kind of. Um, I I think this is one teen movie where, people at, uh, of a te you know teenagers themselves, uh, I don't think would enjoy it as much as older people. Like I feel like teen movie. A lot of teen movies are made for teenagers. I don't think this one is. I think this one is made for someone in their mid, you know mid twenties. I mean, yeah. Um,
0: not that I, not that I believe that David Arquette is twenty three. No. But. <laughs>
1: David, David Arquette. Um, I, I, you know, I enjoy David Arquette.
0: Yes, he was he, great in this movie. I liked the little scream reunion we got here. Yeah. Why is he
1: never in anything anymore?
0: I know he's great. <laughs>
1: Why is he never in anything? But no, he's he's at least twenty eight in this movie. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm just, I'm twenty three, I'm fresh out of college, uh wanted to be a He'd, minor league baseball player. Yeah. Um which is fair enough, you know. If I if I was a, a quality baseball there's a lot of baseball actually in Drew Barrymore movies.
0: I guess she must be a fan.
1: She's a fan of baseball she's a baseball fan. Nothing wrong with being a baseball fan, Janine.
0: No, not at all.
1: Let's let's go Mets.
0: Yay sports. <laughs> yay sports.
1: Let yeah, 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 yay. Yeah. No. Um <laughs> What were we talking about? <laughs> my mind is my mind is moving <laughs> at 100 miles a minute right now. Or a hundred miles uh, talking, a second. I
0: think we were kind of talking about the cast and the, the fact that this yes. movie is a kind of a teen movie that's not really for teenagers. Well, yeah. Like, you know, it could, it's relatable to people who aren't teenagers.
1: Yeah. And that's obviously all, all because the, of the whole going back situation and the reliving situation and uh,
0: she's an adult who has yeah. an actual career and part of her career she wants to have a lead story she's a copy editor a junior copy editor
1: at the chicago sun times sun
0: times yes and she gets the opportunity from crazy boss with a stick played by gary marshall yes. famed director gary marshall director of pretty woman and um,
1: many other things
0: Many other ROM None of mostly. which I can
1: name right now. Because I'm not Runaway very good Bride. at trivia. He Runaway did those Bride. Uh,
0: movies that people do not like, the Valentine's Day and the New Year's Day and
1: the Mother's Day.
0: Some Mother's Day
1: Christmas Day, Halloween Eve, Eve Easter. <laughs> Easter Sunday. Yes. President's Day. Mids- Midsummer's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gary Marshall should just do a movie for every single holiday. National well, Penguin Day.
0: He could if he were still alive. But
1: um, when did yeah. Gary Marshall die?
0: <laughs> and he was also the devil in Hocus Pocus.
1: <laughs> oh God! It's and been a while since he was married to I've his
0: sister. He was married to his sister, also famed director Penny Marshall. <laughs> Oh, this a League oh. of their own and big yes <laughs>
1: yes oh i need yes. to watch hocus pocus again this halloween
0: oh yes definitely yes. it's always a great halloween watch i actually did a really fun this old theater in my town actually like did a screening and encouraged people to dress up. So me and my friends all dressed up. Uh, my friends were witches. I dressed up as a black cat and we went and watched Hocus Pocus. Why did you not old. dress up as the
1: witches from Hocus Pocus with a mop and a hoover? G-
0: because it was very last minute. So. But
1: why didn't you go out with a hoover or a vacuum? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's so
1: fun. I love that she's got a <laughs> vacuum cleaner. as and she Broomstead. just goes, tell her home. And
0: she gets out her <laughs> vacuum <laughs> Uh, <laughs> kathina jimmy is amazing in that movie yes but yes she is. um yes it was a last minute thing so all i could come up with is was a thackeray binks black cat so i dressed up as thackeray binks
1: and uh, look it's better <laughs> than half of my halloween costumes
0: <laughs> um so yes which but haven't we existed for the past few years
1: <laughs> tangents are plenty tangents
0: are great but yeah, Gary Marshall is like the boss, and he has everybody come in and pitch ideas. And if he doesn't like them, he bangs his cane on the table and tells you you're fired. <laughs>
1: he does. He fires someone instantly.
0: <laughs> yes, and that, that's I, apparently it's someone who's his cousin because <laughs> <laughs> he's so ruthless. So if Josie does not go back to school and get a very good story, her and her boss Gus, played by John C. Riley, will both get fired.
1: Yes. Which is not gonna be imperative. good for both of them.
0: Yeah, so it's imperative that she goes back to high school and gets a very juicy story to pitch.
1: Yeah. Um I, I just so like not only how...
0: is she having to like kinda of go through and relive this whole experience, she also has to do her job and find an actual story that's usable and interesting. Yeah. So there's that added element there.
1: I just like how they don't um they just tell her to go in and find a story like they don't have an idea that she needs to investigate nor do they actually let her go with the stories she wants to tell
0: exactly because it's not interesting enough so it's it's not interesting
1: enough like hmm i don't know maybe maybe this is just me coming from like some sort of journalistic experience um i don't like that I would either rather just be let to tell the story. If you've, you know, sent me on this task, let me tell the story I want to tell. Or give me a story that you want me to investigate. That I'm
0: actually looking into. Yeah, well, I mean, they give her kind of a base because the whole reason he kind of gives her that idea is the fact that, like, he was talking to, I think he says, like, his grandkids or his kids. And one of them happened to be, like, allergic to something and he didn't even realize it. So he just kind of realized how out of touch he was with kids today, and that's kind of where he got the whole idea for her to go undercover in the school. But that's about as specific as they give her, is yeah. that, just to kind of learn about kids. Yeah, which is that. fair,
1: and that's fair enough. But the fa- but they, they, they don't let her go with the stories she wants to tell. And I don't like that. I don't like that. I want Drew Barrymore, <laughs> to, I want Josie to tell the stories she wants to tell and not be forced into telling the... Uh, english teacher played by
0: michael vartan which i don't michael know if you, it's Vartan or vartan i would say really...
1: vartan i would say vartan michael vartan he's pretty good as the yes, uh, um, central romantic interest yeah
0: in he feels movie. like a real he feels like a real guy
1: he does a youthful yeah. english teacher
0: yeah and, and they're always like, the best kind like, of
1: english teachers
0: and he's, like, averagely cute. I don't think he's, like, oh, my gosh, like, famous guy Hollywood hot guy. He's, like, he's like, he's like average. He's,
1: he's, eh, he's okay.
0: I mean, I think he's cute, but, like, he's, like, normal guy cute. He's not, like, extra Hollywood, like, hot he's guy sm- cute. So, let's just get this <laughs>
1: clear. You're saying that he is smack bang average
0: i'm not saying he's smack bang average i'm just saying he feels like a real guy you're saying that, you that could, he is possible that he could teach at a school
1: you're saying he <laughs> in is chicago a appropriately looking human being
0: yes he doesn't sound like he doesn't look like some hot hollywood actor that they're like hey you're gonna play the hot guy in this film so you're the hot guy
1: like. he is also so what you're what you're actually saying is that I'm sorry, I'll I'll stop doing that.
0: Yes, please stop. Please stop mocking <laughs> just just stop mocking me. No,
1: but yes, he's good. <laughs> um I do like him. And I and you, you tell me people have a problem with this uh romantic relationship in this movie.
0: I mean, I remember people saying kind of like, oh, that's gross that the teacher's like into her when he actually thinks she's like seventeen.
1: I mean but yeah. In actuality
0: I she's not. But yeah. people have, I, I do remember when this movie first came out, I saw it with people or would talk about it with people. They were like, oh, that's gross. But I'm like.
1: I, I get, I get the argument, but we have to look at facts. Facts being that she is 25. Yes. So, Okay. But I get the argument. I get the I argument. I mean, if you
0: spend time with somebody and, like... It's they are though- very ma- And they're a very mature person, like, you can kind of forget how old they are, I guess. Not that I'm, like, saying that it's right or whatever. But the fact that she is 25, it's yeah. fine. And it's, but, it, yeah, and it's it, not it, look, like he did anything, you yes, know? Yes,
1: exactly. And also, <laughs> it's not as though once he finds out she's not 17 at the end, he goes, Oh, no. Go away, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have come off bad. If he'd have done yes. that, then we'd all be saying, Oh, no, get rid of him, put him, put him in prison, yeah. prison with him.
0: Yeah. But he even has a line like that. Like, she's like, So now that you know, like, I thought we could. And he was like, Oh, now that I'm like allowed to have feelings for you, like. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I had some people, like, you know, when in talking about this movie, like when it first came out, talk to me about how they thought maybe that was kind of weird that. He would be attracted to somebody he thought was seventeen.
1: Yeah. Well look, well, yeah, I get the argument, but I yeah. don't I I didn't
0: Like it didn't bother you when watching the movie.
1: No, not at yeah. all. And surprisingly, another thing that didn't bother me whilst watching this movie was John C. Riley, who often you usually don't I, like he you know, he he's the he's the same he's the same man child as Will Ferrell. A lot of the time. And I don't care for that at all. Will Ferrell, notoriously one of my least favorite comedic actors. Um,
0: Which means, guys, at some point we are going to do a Will Ferrell series and try to change his mind.
1: No, we're not. No, no. Yes. No, please. PJ,
0: PJ, I'm doing this for you. And we might have to do some anchor man action. I don't care.
1: You, I PJ. don't care what PJ <laughs> thinks. I don't care what PJ thinks. I'm not doing it. PJ can come at me s- all he wants. PJ can send as many voice messages as he wants to send <laughs> requesting this. Um, hey,
0: you said the same thing about the fast movies.
1: Yes, but these don't have Will Ferrell in them.
0: Yeah. Well, Ugh. you said the same thing. The worst
1: about episodes, the worst episodes of The Office are those three with Will Ferrell in them.
0: Oh my god. Terrible. Okay.
1: Absolutely disastrous.
0: Okay. Well it's it's but, on yeah, no, it's no, no, on no. there. It's it's a plan that may happen in the future, so just be aware.
1: But John C. Riley, anyway, John C. Riley actually didn't bother me so much in this movie because I feel like he was just being a normal he he, he was giving some sort of normal performance. Which doesn't happen with John it. C. Riley. <laughs> he was being a regular human being.
0: Okay, so you
1: appreciate um, that. He wasn't making some sort of stupid voice,
0: <laughs>
1: or whatever stupid other things John C. Riley <laughs> does with his hair, or with his face, or when he's jumping on things, or like, do you like John C. Riley in Kong Skull Island? Did you see Kong Skull Island?
0: I did.
1: John C. Riley, what is he doing in that movie? That's exactly why I I don't like John C. Riley. That's exactly why he
0: had a nice little scene where he found his family again.
1: Sure, right, (laughs) okay, but he was just being goofy, and I don't like. I like John C. Riley in this movie. This is what I want to see more of, please, John. John, if you are listening to this, which you are not. Um, (laughs) certainly not after I've just berated you for the last 30 seconds
0: and you mocked him and did a little voice I did a little voice,
1: that's never a good idea (laughs) it's never a good idea
0: great Morgan, now John C. Riley's never going to listen to our podcast jeez oh no I've ruined that that. we'll
1: (laughs) never get him on as a guest either (laughs) damn it god damn it (laughs) We
0: also get um, Molly Shannon as her friend Anita Yes, who's she was pretty funny. perfectly good?
1: Yes, very funny. There's there's a lot of funny. There's a lot of laughs in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny throughout.
0: Oscar Oscar winner Octavia Spencer as sassy black lady number two. I actually, uh, actually noticed
1: in the credits that Octavia Spencer was credited as Octavia L. Spencer. So this was clearly very so She was early. playing
0: herself. Okay. In her,
1: uh. no, no, no. She wasn't playing herself, but that was her credit. <laughs> oh, okay. It wasn't Octavia Spencer. She had the Spencer. L in there. She, you know, like when like some actors like early in their career, they they have the middle initial, yeah. And it's just like, oh, you can tell this is an early role, like yeah, with that situation. Name's different. It was that situation. Now she's an
0: Oscar winner, big time producer. I she, like Octavia Spencer. She did a Spencer. Lot of this. Like 99, early 2000s, she did a lot of these like bit roles where she was just yeah. that black lady on the side or the sassy like lady hanging out the window, yelling stuff at the police or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no, but I like Octavia yeah. Spencer. Yeah.
0: I can't remember, so I can't nice remember where see, I first kind of, saw her. But it's you know nice that? to see her kind of get her due finally.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also have James Franco in this movie.
0: Yes, I believe this was his first movie.
1: Does he say a single word? I do not think so.
0: He says Rufus and then oh, looks at Drew Barrymore's butt. And then he says Rufalicious and the guy's like, it's not a stick of gum. Don't say Rufalicious, it's Rufus. Rufalicious. <laughs> he ruins the popular, guys, the pop- popular guy, guy's uh, new word that he's trying to popularize.
1: Look, I like it. Rufus. I like Rufus. This episode is Rufus. This show is Rufus. Yeah. You, Janine, are Rufus.
0: Oh, thank you, Morgan. You're Rufus too. No,
1: I'm Rufalicious, Janine.
0: <laughs> You're not a stick of gum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you know? I might secretly be chewing gum. That's not true. Clearly, yeah, so this was um,
0: James Franco's first movie. He had like those two lines where he just yeah. said Rufass and Rufalicious.
1: I can only assume this was before Freaks and Geeks or right around. Well, it's right around it's the same 99. time because Freaks, Freaks and Geeks is 99.
0: Okay, so yeah, this was 99.
1: Um, I think it's 99. Might be 2000, but it's literally around the same time. So, yeah, it's, it's James Franco not saying anything at all. And, yeah, you just like notice. Oh, it's James lines. Franco. Yeah.
0: And Jessica Alba's here with a not Jessica very flattering haircut. <laughs> <A>
1: terrible haircut. <laughs> What is Jessica Alba doing? What is Jessica Alba doing Mm -hmm. with that horrible, horrible haircut? It does. Who decided that was a good idea? Yeah, I don't know. No, just no. I, I, no. I didn't like. Yeah, there's loads of these little tiny roles for people. Um, that I, I, uh, I really did, really did like. Um, all, of course centered around Drew Barrymore being wonderfully Drew Barrymore as usual.
0: Yeah, and I like that it took a bit for her to kind of find her groove with the popular people. Like, it didn't happen right away. So, you kind of saw her come in trying to be cool and trying to figure out, like, what kids today like and looking kind of like a fool. And then she's befriended by the nerdy girl played by Lily Sobieski, who was really popular around this time. Um, I think she did this movie. She did a movie like called, I think it's called Down to Earth with uh, Chris Klein and Chris Klein.
1: I don't think I've yeah, seen Chris it's... Klein in any other movie. other than the American Pie American Pie, movies. It was,
0: I think it was Chris Klein and Josh Hartnett. So oh, you, no. you, know, you know what time period Ooh, that was Yeah, where like, I think she has cancer and she's kind of like dating Josh Hartnett. And then Chris Klein comes to town and she starts to like him and it causes this whole drama. Um, think, But I think she's like sick or dying or something. So she was in that oh, movie. Nice. She was in a movie with uh, Paul Walker. Um, of
1: course she was, because Paul it Walker was, like a, was it in horror- everything.
0: <laughs> yes. It was a horror movie, I believe. But Paul Walker's in a remember. horror movie. Where there's a trucker chasing them.
1: Of course there is. I want to see <laughs> and, this Paul Walker horror movie, to be honest. Okay, that's all I well, want. I
0: have to watch that, yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, we'll find it. We'll find we- it. She was also in a movie, I think it was called The Glass House, where her parents are killed, and so she get her and her brother have to move in with um Stellen Skarsgard.
1: <laughs> with Stellen Skarsgard. Not Bill Skarsgard.
0: Bill Skarsgard, sorry. Bill's
1: Sk- Bill Skarsgard is Pennywise. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. It's Pennywise. You're confusing me. There's Stellan too many Skarsgard. Skarsgard.
1: What about Alexander Skarsgård? Or is that Alexander Skarsgård? No, it's Stalin. It's
0: You're confusing me. Swedish. (laughs) It's Stalin. Stalin Skarsgård and his wife, who I don't remember who plays his wife, and like they move in with the these people who were their parents' friends. But then it's like the parent. It's like this whole creepy movie, and like the the people they move in with, like I think they like secretly killed the parents so that they could get the kids' money because the inheritance from the children and yeah so my point being lily Lee- sobieski was in a this this was like her bubble of like yes films where she was doing a lot of things
1: the question is where did she go jenny
0: i don't know she vanished
1: did she vanish like michael vartan
0: i think she did because i don't know what happened and to chris him. klein <laughs> yes they're what all the hell is chris klein been doing
1: I just think he just came back.
0: Rollerball, and then that was so horrendous that he was never heard from again. He <laughs> just
1: came back for the American Pie reunion movie in like 2012, and has done absolutely nothing since.
0: Nothing since, yeah. I think that was probably his last thing. Wow. But I mean, Michael Vartan—he like did stuff with J.J. Abrams. He was on a long-running series called Alias with him and Jennifer ah. Garner, where they were like spies and stuff. Okay. That's kind of what put him on the map. So. Are we to expect I think I looked expect, it up
1: and he's like Are we to expect Michael Vartan to turn up in Star Wars episode 9? <laughs> maybe, maybe JJ will
0: probably What throw would you home. say if that happens?
1: <laughs> I would like be very it's happy Michael Vartan?
0: <laughs> Poor little Ting Ting. He got himself a little rolling Star Wars. Good job, Michael Martin. Good job. You averagely handsome man. Good job, Michael Martin. You, you
1: possibly attractive person.
0: So, yes. Another, uh tangent but i think people love our tangents i hope they love our tangents leave janine, us a voice message and tell us if you love our tangents
1: janine <laughs> i love our tangents and really i think that's all that matters
0: yes so anyway i gave you a nice the film history of uh, Lily sobieski who plays the nerdy friend who actually befriends her and she joins this group called the denominators which i guess are just like some math elites i guess yeah. which it's i didn't really group. have those at my school if i did i didn't know because <laughs> I, I don't think i mean as you like saw exists in britain <laughs> as you saw they like had their big like denominators competition and like yes. they're like well, they won and they're cheering there's absolutely nobody in the stand <laughs> the janitors there, like sweeping up in the back <laughs> but as she's supposed to now track down this story she um kind of leaves the nerdy people behind to try to you know Embrace the popularity thing because that's where Janine, she needs to get the story.
1: Janine, the nerdy people don't take it very well at all.
0: The no, nerdy they don't. people
1: are not happy with Drew Barrymore.
0: They're they're very bitter. Can she I forgot to meet them and then they just straight up say, well then you can forget to sit with us too. Oh, burns sick burns
1: burns for weeks. I would like to make the point that uh, Josie. Drew Barrymore, in this movie is a, a very good writer as she is, she you is. know, uh, a copy editor for the Chicago Sun-Times. Um, why is she on a math team?
0: Because she was in a, a nerd in school, so they, like, why she's she good not at on math a and Writing team. They show her kind of they kind of show her being very um, good with the numbers and responsibility and like knowing definitions of words and like she always corrects people's grammar and
1: <laughs> and I, she's just
0: that type of person, so I think they just show her as a person who's kind of a nerd and who's very into math and numbers. And not that, not that that has anything to do with her writing. It's just another level of showing, I guess, how nerdy she is. I I, guess.
1: I disregard the fact that someone can be both world class at English and at maths.
0: Well, Josie that doesn't is, happen. Um, Josie is a renaissance woman that
1: truly doesn't happen though that is not a thing (laughs) nobody is both good at maths and english just because you aren't no 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 no. no. (laughs) nobody i have ever met everybody has one everybody everybody picks one literally everyone i know is able to pick between them they can't say oh i'm great at both i was good at both i was better at English. English I prefer. This is I in a preferred. movie where I know I just.
0: Arquette... this isn't a movie where David Arquette is supposed to be twenty three years old and yes. is passable as like a seventeen, sixteen year old. So anything's possible in this in this imaginary world. Marcus.
1: Ultimately it's just a shame David Arquette doesn't have the mustache.
0: Yeah, the dewy mustache.
1: The dewy mustache. <laughs> <laughs> because then of course he would be very passable for seventeen. Oh, with yeah. That mustache.
0: But I think I mean he's supposed to be um yeah, he's supposed to be like seventeen like her and I'm just like, um <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, okay, sure. <laughs> he can
1: hit a baseball though, Janine. You know? Yes,
0: he can He can
1: smack a good he can smack a good ball.
0: <laughs>
1: he can he can strike a clean
0: A fever pit. pitch.
1: <laughs> I don't know words. I've just said I do know words. I don't know words. I don't know maths either. I'm yeah, so you're co- contradicting myself. Yes. As I you're often terrible. do, Janine.
0: Not as good as Josie Grossie Geller.
1: It's a great nickname, by the way. I love that. Josie Grossie. And it he, is terrible. terrible. It is it is terrible. I mean, but it just you don't fits you're not recalling so well. that
0: whole scene where the cute guy asks her to the prom and she yes. gets all ready in her dress and she waits on the porch and then he proceeds to throw eggs at her. Yes. And that And you just want to say horrendous. how fun how fun her nickname is. No, you're the worst. No, working. no, that
1: was that was awful. I Yes. That, that hit me sad. that hit me in the heart hard. Yes. I didn't yes. like that at all. Was that very, was horrible. Great
0: traumatic i mean she
1: didn't help herself wearing that horrendous dress
0: hey it was the 80s okay
1: okay well yes i suppose (laughs) well speaking of that why does she wear that horrendous white feathery thing at the start of this movie
0: because her friend anita who thinks she knows what's going on with kids today who's like older than her (laughs) picked that outfit she even says when she's like doing her little recording like kill anita for picking out this outfit (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh, I just remember but that um, that 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 white feathery thing that the old lady was wearing in yes, Not Another Teen that Movie. Was,
0: that was mocking this. <laughs> Which now
1: all makes sense.
0: Yes, full Yay. circle. Working, full circle. We always come full yes. circle. <laughs> She ultimately gets in with the popular kids because her brother, Rob, (laughs) sneaks into the school (laughs) registers and pretends to be another student who used to date her. And he's super, he becomes like super popular in a day because that's just who he is.
1: You know how he does that, though?
0: He eats a whole vat of coleslaw. He does. That's what he does. That's
1: apparently good enough for these people.
0: Yes. It's
1: not good enough for me. I don't buy I don't buy one bit.
0: Well, they loved it and they love him. And they're idiots. He to they're tell idiots, Judy. Blatant lies. He proceeds to go around telling all these lies about Josie, about how she dated the lead singer of the Big Bad Voodoo Daddies, and <laughs> she is heir to the X lax Fortune. And <laughs> yeah.
1: That sort of thing.
0: That she's just the coolest. So then that's when they're like, oh, okay. Oh, Josie. And you know, then they actually kind of get to know her and like her.
1: Yeah, you know, because teenagers are fickle, Janine, that's why. They are. Teenagers will go very, 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 uh. It's actually kind of funny. I enjoy. But I liked. I I enjoy insulting those younger than me. I don't know, that's a horrible (laughs) way of being, isn't it?
0: (laughs) You enjoy insulting the youth of America. Okay.
1: (laughs) Not America, the world. (laughs)
0: The youth of the world! Okay, that's that's very broad. Appreciate and that.
1: And not the world, just Britain. And maybe okay. sometimes the US. Um, okay,
0: okay. Fair, fair enough.
1: I just like how the movie's saying they're shallow people. That's a horrible yes. thing for me to say. I just think it's funny. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe I'm just being terrible today.
0: Maybe you are. But I mean, we did touch a little bit on her relationship with her teacher, um, yes, Mr. Col- Mr. Coulson, um, Phil
1: Coulson from the Marvel movie. No, no Clark Gregg's in this movie. Yeah, no, no. Samuel Jackson's in this movie. <clears throat> uh, no. Agent Carter is in this movie.
0: Yeah, no.
1: Any of the agents the of Shield? You're in telling
0: this movie. as many lies as David Arquette was telling about <laughs> Josie in this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean we did touch on that romance a little bit. So did you like kind of how they were able to develop it in a way that wasn't going to be like really awkward and like
1: you know? I did like yeah. I did like that. I thought it was fine. It seemed very just like like I don't know. I there was a, there was certain teachers that I've had in my educational life that I have been able to have good conversations with and stuff like that and have felt a legit some sort of you know like connection towards in a in a, in a, a more than a teacher sense in just like a yeah
0: like I friend could be friends sense. with this
1: person yeah. yeah um so I I just I I kind of looked at it from the most part from that point of view and could especially at the start of their whole thing and it yeah, was like just her actually clear. being
0: the one person who kind of knew things and would answer questions and be yeah. engaged in the class. Yeah, because when he has a whole class of students who don't really care, and then he has one person who's really excited about the material and like interested in what he's saying. Exactly. Um, and then they have the school fair, and she's like sad on the fair school <laughs> by herself. And yeah, I love the that's fair i love the bear man she's like just for one he's like lonely rider lonely she's like do you have to yell it like that he's like single, sure i do single
1: single <laughs> no
0: he says a lonely rider lonely rider and she's like do you have to yell it like that and he's just like sure i do <laughs> 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 and so Mr. Colson, you know, comes and sits with her. So she's not all alone. And, yeah. you know, they have a nice conversation. But then he actually kind of starts talking to her about his relationship. So he kind of finds someone he can con- that he can just naturally confide in without him even realizing it. Yeah. And then, you know, just her feeling like, well, it's nice to have somebody to actually talk to because she's kind of been isolated because, you know, she's this is kind of the point where she's not really with the nerdy friends anymore. And she's not really popular yet. So yeah. she's still kind of alone and doesn't really have people to talk to. And so they are the actual two grownups in the whole situation, which, you know, he doesn't know that, but I did Arquette. like the build, I did like the build of their relationship, just kind of her being very engaged in what he was teaching in the class to them actually having kind of nice little moments of real conversations. And yeah. So then you could kind of see as that. Well. Yeah.
1: I liked it all. I, 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 I honestly didn't have, real problem with it and i don't know what it is maybe it is just a case of me being easy to please but i prefer to think of it as uh, me seeing the best in anything which yes, i yes. think is a good way to to live but uh i i really liked this movie and i all always tend to really like these movies apart from yes. fast and furious tokyo drift terrible
0: um i think that's gonna be the thing now where you just say that exclaim that in every episode
1: probably is yeah um Um, and i really
0: loved that the ending was really sweet i thought
1: yeah no i i I really like this movie a really sweet movie a very funny movie drew barrymore's being drew barrymore you can't ask for anything more because drew barrymore's always great and she's just cute and funny and sweet and all the positives all the positives yeah. like she um, got her
0: story and you
1: know i like seeing all the i like seeing all the the ancillary cast yes. um or we, uh, fun gary marshall's funny uh,
0: <laughs> Wieners, with his, with his i got thick. hot wieners here <laughs> we're hot wieners and he's hitting people and <laughs> <laughs> talking about hot wieners yeah. I uh, yeah I liked the whole climax I liked the whole ending of her waiting out there you know she writes this article she puts herself out there explains her whole experience puts it out there that she did fall in love with him and that if he accepts her apology come out there and give her her first real kiss like that was like really
1: at the baseball game
0: yes which yes. that got a bunch of people to the baseball games of the coach for her doing that gave the brother an assistant coaching job because yeah. he you know
1: that's all he's been wanting. That's the little subplot with him. Yeah, is that all, so he's, all little... he, he, he's only ever been happy being involved with baseball, being part of a team. Yeah. Um which is why, yeah, he's not doing anything at twenty three years old, really.
0: Working at the tiki post. So yeah, yeah I like that they kind of tied that around that she helped out her brother and she got her article out there and you saw like what a great writer she was and that she really did have you know explaining her whole experience and breaking down all the people who meant something to her in within her whole experience like even people who didn't treat her right you know she was like my experience wouldn't have been the same without you popular boy you know So she touches on a lot of, like, great things. And, yeah, I just like that ending. Like, yeah, I mean, you get schmaltzy kind of endings like that in all kinds of romantic movies. But the way this was kind of done was really sweet and smart. I think it was. Look, a, well bit of executed.
1: Sh- a bit of schmaltz, a bit of uh, cheese is, is not a bad thing in some Never. circumstances. This being one of them. Um, I like... Standing on the on the pitcher's mound at the baseball stadium, yes. just waiting, just just and, and five minutes on the on. Yeah. yeah five minutes on the clock. Five minutes goes past. Ooh, nobody's turned up. Nobody's turned up. Oh no, everybody's going Aww, sad. Oh, what's that, in the, what's oh that gosh, in the corner? Oh my gosh, it's Mr.
0: Ah. Colson. Ah. <laughs> and he comes and he runs out there and he says so, he's sorry he was late. Took me yeah. forever to get here, and she says, I know what you mean. Oh my god, it's so romantic! Oh.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not gonna make that noise though,
0: oh, it's so oh.
1: but just imagine me making that noise because I entirely agree. I really liked it, it was very sweet. Yeah. I, I would watch this the movie over and over again.
0: Even down to the end credits, where they showed everybody's high school pictures. Yes, which I, really which was very <laughs> fun. That should happen yeah.
1: more often. Uh,
0: yes, if the movie is related to that kind of thing, like yeah, yeah. I think that's really fun.
1: Any teen movie, I want to see these people's actual high school photos. I all, I do not want anybody to see my high school photo well, as we have I already think you
0: talked up that prom look so much no. that I think we're gonna we're gonna have to post it on the It's a no. Wonderful Podcast Twitter. We're not um, doing that. Yes, please, you and your oversized maroon suit, okay. with your braces, come on.
1: Okay, we're only doing we're only doing that if uh, if we post yours too.
0: Okay. I will post my prom picture.
1: We're definitely not doing that though, because yours will look actually good. Mine will look <laughs> terrible. So, there's that. Um, absolutely not doing that. <laughs> Never, ever, 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 ever. I mean, hey ever, guys, ever.
0: if you leave us a voicemail. <laughs> no,
1: not even if you leave us a voice message. We're not doing that. I will describe the photo again, but that's all I'm doing.
0: Come on, Morgan. It might get John C. Riley to come on
1: the show. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, well, if it gets John C. Riley to come on the show, then I will. Yeah, that's that's fine. Okay. I will ask John right. C. Riley why he doesn't do more movies like this and insists on being a goofball all the time. <laughs> probably because it works for some people. Probably because most people are actually fans of that. I think that.
0: most people. Enjoy it. They yeah,
1: do. That's, that's the thing. It's just my stupid opinion. Do not take my opinion as fact. Do not take okay. my opinion as <clears throat> fact. Take it as my opinion, Janine, which is what should be done. Everybody has their own opinions, Janine, which is why we asked the question of what is your favourite Drew Barrymore movie? And I'm talking to you, the listener, when I say your. So we put a thing out. On the Twitter, at It's a Wonderful One, which is this feeds Twitter that caters to both the main show, It's a Wonderful Podcast, and this show Morgan hasn't seen. We put a nice uh, call to action out to leave us a voice message and uh, tell us what your favourite Drew Barrymore movie is. We will uh, keep that going throughout the whole series of Drew Barrymore. It's not going to be a long series, but we will keep it going uh, throughout all that, please do leave us a voice message on Anchor. The links are out there in the description of every episode you listen to, or just go to Anchor, and yeah, on the, go to Anchor, uh, Anchor slash, uh, it's a wonderful podcast, Um, and leave us a voice message on there. Tell us what your favourite Drew Barrymore movie is. But we are hearing from some listeners today, Getting who have we got up we first?
0: So first up, we have our good friend, Billy Pollahan. He left us a nice voice message about his favorite uh, Drew Barrymore movie.
1: What's up? It's a wonderful podcast. It's Billy Pollahan, your friendly neighborhood Superman guy. Oh, wait, I mixed up those two. Anyway, um... <laughs> Morgan, Janine, always a pleasure listening to this podcast and loving the Drew Barrymore episodes. Mm -hmm. My favorite Drew Barrymore movie is going to have to be either The Wedding Singer or Ever After. If I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose Ever After. It's also probably the best uh, Cinderella movie that's ever existed. So there's that. And Wedding Singer is just awesome. And her and Adam Sandler have great chemistry. Anyway, I love what you
0: guys are doing. And just keep it up. Thank you, Billy. Yes, Billy. See, he knows what he's talking about because we are actually covering Ever After on this show. And that was the movie I was referring to at the top where I said... This was a little Drew, Barry movie, Bear, bleh, Drew Barrymore movie that I wanted you to see that I thought you would really enjoy ever after. It's a very good Cinderella adaptation. It's a very good, I think it's the best Drew Barrymore movie. So, yes. So I'm you think it's, it's the best Drew Barrymore
1: movie as well? I think
0: it's the best. And I think somebody else uh, agreed with that as well. well Billy we got said another Bi- voice message.
1: We did, but Billy said it was the best Cinderella movie.
0: Yes. I, I would I, I agree with that as well. Cinderella, okay.
1: It must yes, be a very yes. good movie then.
0: It is. Must be a very good. And movie. you, you like your period piece type things, so I think. You I would do like...
1: tend to like that. Yes.
0: Yes, yeah, so I think you'll enjoy it very. Is very that
1: the movie we have coming up next, Janine?
0: Yes, we do.
1: Yes, that's next week. And then you after. also. There you go.
0: You also have a decision to make, so.
1: I do have a decision to make. Am I making <laughs> so that could... decision during this episode?
0: You are okay. So, we did have another endorsement forever after from our good friend Eric Monroe. Hi, Morgan and Janine. So my favorite Drew Barrymore film I have to go with Ever After because it is absolutely wonderful. Drew Barrymore is great in it. Angelica Houston is also great as the stepmother. Douglas Scott is the prince. The way the movie looks, the cinematography, it's just amazing. And the score, the music in the film, especially the main score, is absolutely mesmerizing. And, you know, she's, there's a lot of other films I like of hers. There's, but Ever After, for me, will always be top.
1: There you go. So what do you think of that? Eric Monroe bringing the goods again. We like Eric Monroe. I like
0: the sales pitch. Definitely a good sales pitch. Are you excited?
1: Yeah. I am excited. I'm excited because of Angelica Houston. I like Angelica Houston. She's great. Yes, she's great. Um, She's great
0: in this movie.
1: Yeah, that seems great. But I mean, I trust trust both Millie and Eric's judgment uh, on a lot of things. And... uh, you saying it as well? I'm very excited to watch Ever After. Is it a very yes. Drew Barrymore movie though, or is it a Cinderella
0: yes. movie? Yes, well, she's Cinderella, so I she's... know. But is it a very <laughs> Drew
1: Barrymore movie?
0: Yeah. Does it bring it's out not... the best
1: of Drew Barrymore? It does. Does it bring out the most Drew Barrymore us, Drew Barrymore ness of Drew Barrymore?
0: The most Drew Barrymore ness of Drew Barrymore. Yes. Mm, okay. Sassy, strong, a little funny. A little um, earnest, I guess. Um, Yeah. I'm very excited for this movie. Yeah, she's pulling out some strong acting chops here. Toby Jones is in it as like a creepy squire. Now,
1: is Toby (laughs) Jones doing his Dobby voice? No. Why? Toby Jones should always do the Dobby voice. (laughs)
0: Because Harry Potter and Dobby were not a thing at this time. So, I don't think. When did
1: it come out? When did Ever After come out? Because I'm fairly sure Dobby probably Maybe was.
0: the books were written at that time? Mm.
1: Dobby was probably a thing.
0: Yeah, but I don't think Toby Jones is Dobby.
1: Well, mm, I don't know.
0: <laughs> 98.
1: Ooh, um, I think Chamber of Secrets book came out in 1998. <laughs> Movie didn't come out until 2002, so... God damn it, Toby Jones! This is yes. pre-Dobby Toby Jones. So, uh, I re- I really think that uh, when Toby Jones played Arnim Zola in the MCU, he should have done his Dobby voice.
0: No, oh, no, that would remember? not have been sinister at all. Hello, Captain America! Captain America has come to help Dobby. Oh no, no.
1: I was working for
0: Red Skull all this time. A German Dobby, yeah, no. (laughs) I
1: can't do a Dobby voice, nor can I do a German Dobby voice. Please
0: don't even, please don't even try.
1: I'm sorry, I've been silly this episode and Janine is getting annoyed with
0: me. Yeah, you're being kind of a goofball, like John C. (laughs) Riley.
1: Oh no. (laughs) I'm contradicting myself again. What a surprise.
0: So Billy did bring up, this is going to kind of go into your little choice that you have to make. Uh, We Mm. did. Billy did bring up uh, also The Wedding Singer as a movie that he really enjoyed. Yes. Um, We did get a third voicemail. Unfortunately, the audio is a bit distorted. So um, it was from our good friend Kimber Barrett. So I'll kind of just go over what she said. Thank you so much, Kimber. Um, She said her favorite Drew Barrymore movie is actually The Wedding Singer. Um, She's thought that Drew Barrymore definitely was this was a moment where she brought out the best of Sandler ever that she's ever seen? Ever, yes.
1: What so is the best even of more Sandler, than though? fifty first dates?
0: The best yes. of Sandler
1: well, I mean, is like the worst. She brought out the best
0: of him. <laughs>
1: the best of Sandler is like the worst of ninety five percent of everyone else.
0: Oh my god!
1: The best of Sandler. Dep-
0: stop being a hater. You liked Happy Gilmore, so just stop. I
1: did like Happy Gilmore.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and I did like Fifty First Dates when Drew Barrymore was there
0: Barrymore. as well. <laughs> yes, well, I'm trying to tell you what Kimber said in her voice message. Yes, I apologize. <laughs> she says Kimber. that he brought, she brought out the best in Sandler that she's ever seen. And the movie has a lot of charm. And it's always a great movie that she likes to put on on a rainy day. So for those reasons, yes. So for those reasons, The Wedding Singer is her favorite Adam Sandler movie. So we did get an endorsement for The Wedding Singer from both Billy and Kimber. And you had a choice to make. Did you want to watch both Charlie's Angels movies? Or did you want to watch The Wedding Singer?
1: I mean, I feel like like we have to go with the choice. I know there was a poll put out as well. Yes. um, Which was a resounding win for the wedding singer <laughs> It was. Uh, i feel like i have to go with the people's choice of okay. the wedding singer
0: okay so we uh, will be covering next week ever after the week after that the wedding singer and our bon- bonus film will be music and lyrics
1: which stars another world-class actor
0: Hugh Grant, your favorite, which I think I th- turned you around on Hugh Grant in About a Boy. I think that's I did true. Actually, I
1: did like About a Boy. Hugh Grant, that was good. Hugh Grant.
0: So he's kind of a cross in that movie. He's a bit of a cross between. Oh,
1: not that not character. usual Hugh Grant, not <laughs> regular done. Hugh Grant.
0: I'd say he he's more he's more About a Boy. Hugh Grant, like kind of dickish, but also a good person kind of guy.
1: Not floppy, floppy Hugh Grant. He's giving Please off now. a. I
0: guess he's supposed to kind of be giving off a. Um, let's see. I don't you know. him too. I don't know. A George Michael vibe. George Michael.
1: Like, <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I just mean the, the his career type, like he's he was in like a pop band when he was younger, then he got kind of washed up and. Oh, he's getting goes around. Yeah, he's like a washed up like oh. British pop star. Yes. But I think they liken his music and his like early pop thing to, to
1: George, George Michael. Michael. Okay. I kinda yes. like I kinda like George Michael.
0: I mean so George basically the whole the whole premise of that movie is that he's a washed up pop star star who's been asked to write a song by like the Britney Spears hot new girl like she okay. says uh, one of his old songs got her through a breakup and she wants oh, him to okay. write a new song for her
1: that's kind of cool i like that
0: and drew barrymore um comes in as like this kind of like eccentric weird kind of woman <laughs> um, Oh, well, that's the best there... yes <laughs> yes who is there to water his plants and he's writing this song and with like the songwriter who's kind of crazy and dark and putting, like, these crazy, dark, like, witchy lyrics into the song. Yes, yes,
1: all the yes. And
0: she's chiming in, like, while she's watering the plants with, like, actual kind of good lyrics. So then he ends up firing the guy and asking her to help him write the song. Okay. So in that whole process, she's like, this lady who waters plants, who's actually, like, actually kind of a writer on the side, and she has her own issues, and she's kind of weird. And he's this washed-up pop star looking for another, like, second chance. Okay. So in them kind of writing the song you know yeah things happen and yeah so i mean I, i think it was very underrated i don't know how well it did i don't think it was super popular but i really enjoyed that movie so that will be our bonus so yes we've got ever after the wedding singer and the bonus will be music and lyrics
1: yeah and uh like like we said uh, keep on sending those uh, those voice messages yes. and tell us thank what you're... Thank
0: you, Kimber and Eric and Billy. Yes. We appreciate that so much. We um, really yeah, do. I think you swayed Morgan. You got him really excited for what's to come. So thank you guys so much for that.
1: You know, my voice may not always sound excited, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it's not. Uh, I do sincerely thank you.
0: Yes, uh, the voice messages really make us excited though, to do this. And it's great. Yeah, I love it. It's I great. love it so much. Yes. <laughs> um
1: please uh please do keep on sending your voice messages into us telling us what your favorite drew barrymore movie uh is until we finish this uh series and then i guess it will be onto another set of voice messages you know you can also uh send us voice messages voice messages because i can't speak you can also send us uh, them about anything else.
0: Anything, a, a suggested series.
1: Doesn't um, matter. We just want to yeah, hear from people you like. because yeah. it's fun. <laughs> Yay! It's so fun.
0: And we love fun here at Morgan hasn't seen. If you we couldn't tell, do. by our complete ridiculousness.
1: We do. Um, my voice may not always be fun, but like I said, it is. I just feel like you have to get to know me, Janine. I just feel like people have to get to know me, you know <laughs> I just feel like when i you know i could be i could be uh, speaking like this for instance, which in most people's cases is kind of a sad thing, but in this is kind of a happy voice for me so yeah. well, you know. hopefully
0: they'll learn they'll learn they'll distinguish the difference they've been hopefully they've been listening they've been avid listeners from day one, so they've learned your uh your your voice differences
1: i mean that would be That would be something most impressive, and I... Yes. I I love love you all. I love you all. (laughs) Okay, I've broken down. Broken down, it's happened. Janine, there we go. That has been it. Do we have anything else to do? We've done our decision, we've done our calls, we've done our discussion of never being kissed. A great Pick off this Drew movie. Barrymore series. Yes.
0: yes, yes, all the yes, series, all the yay. time. For
1: Morgan hasn't seen. It is not the only show you can find on this podcast feed, though. You also have it's a wonderful mm-hmm. podcast. The main show, the namesake of the feed, which is every Friday. Uh, we are uh, in our mid seventies in episodes there now, so it's really great, and uh, we always like it. All the old movie lovers go on over to it's a wonderful podcast you will not be disappointed because guess what we love old movies there as well don't we
0: we do that
1: is what that show is for this show is for you to force me to watch movies
0: it is
1: and you enjoy it
0: i enjoy it very much i do
1: is it your favorite show
0: do you it have a favourite? <gasps> I believe it's Scandal. my favorite because I, I have all the power here. <laughs> that is true. You do have
1: unlimited do. power as uh Darth Sidious would say.
0: Yes. Phenomenal cosmic power. <laughs>
1: oh okay. Okay. We'll we'll stick with that one. guys you can find the show on Anchor like we said where you can leave those voice messages go and do that you can also find the show on Spotify Apple Podcasts, Stitcher uh, Castbox, Google Podcasts and any of the other small ones that people use because some people do use them Janine and I'm still waiting for the voice message to come in to tell us why you maybe use those smaller ones and not you know, Spotify or or an Apple podcast or anything like that. Because I'm actually curious. I'm not saying that to, to, to spite anyone. I'm actually curious. Maybe it's just better. Maybe I'm missing out by not using Podcast Addict. Who knows? Maybe are you, you are. missing out? Are you missing out? I don't know. I don't know. Who, <laughs> I don't know who's missing out. But I do know you can also find the show on twitter as we said at it's a wonderful one for all the updates on this show morgan hasn't seen and the main show it's a wonderful podcast of course you can find me on twitter at the purple don with the three instead of the e in the because janine
0: three is the magic number
1: or on instagram at the purple don janine all your stuff go ahead yes
0: you can find me on the social medias, Twitter and Instagram at Janine Dabine. You can get your It's a Wonderful Podcast or Morgan Hasn't Seen merch um, in my Tee Public shop at G9Design on tpublic.com. And you can see me as Janine the Machine in the Movie Trivia Schmodown. I will be competing in the singles and the teams tournament. Yeah. So check it out on the Movie Trivia Schmodown YouTube channel. Like, share and subscribe.
1: There we go. We've done it Janine we've kicked off another series on Morgan we have. hasn't seen very exciting yeah I love this show so much not only because it allows me to learn about these new movies that I haven't seen and that I apparently should seen but also because it's a nice discussion with you and that's Yay. always great Woo-hoo. guys thank you for listening, send your voice messages. What the hell is your favourite Drew Barrymore movie? Tell us, we want to know. I guess until I next week when we are f- falling over our glass slippers. Is that happening in this movie because it's a Cinderella well, you movie? Shall see. And you is shall the see. Prince Charming involved? Maybe. Apparently, there's someone with a mustache, so that's always good. <laughs> Yay! Until then, guys, it's a wonderful podcast. New episode this Friday. And the next episode of this, Morgan Hasn't Seen, on Ever After next Wednesday. Until then, I guess there's only one thing left to do. And Janine, count us down. What? Yeah, I always count us down, but you're doing it today.
0: Okay, three, two, one...
1: Bye.